0: This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening <laughs> to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host. Ra- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of the BCP. This is a big one, guys. I am stoked. Right now, excited to welcome back a big friend of the show, one of our first guests, actually, and one of our all time favorites, a former standalone wrestling lightweight champion, current CZW Wire champion, and I believe still what champion? By now, a surefire first ballot Bob Culture Hall of Famer himself, our good friend, Mr. Casey Navarro. What's up, Casey? How are you, bro? Going
1: on, my man. How's everything?
0: Doing well, man. All things considered, you know, keeping my head up, trying to stay safe, trying to stay positive, trying to stay healthy. How about you, bro? What do you think,
1: man? I'm just staying busy with my IG lives and stuff like that, you know, working out, you know, just doing my thing. Try to stay, try to stay
0: as busy as I can. I understand, man. Hey, he's working hard. Now, Casey... Um. You know, it means a lot to me. You just, uh, you're a good dude. You've been blessing everybody lately. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, um, you checked in with me and that meant the world to me, man, just out of the blue, just like, Hey man, hope you and your family are doing well. And I'm just like this, this guy, um, that meant the world to me. You know, I've met you a few times. We've had some great interviews and just the fact that you went the extra mile, um, you know, you're a great talent in the ring. Uh, you're, Very professional, but I think that speaks volumes about your character. So that meant the world to me, man. I really do appreciate that. I see a lot of the fans appreciate that every day. Uh, And more importantly, Casey has blessed us with a bonus guest today. Oh, Uh, yeah. Now, coming off of her incredible debut on Impact this past week, former multiple-time chaotic wrestling women's champ, and let's be real, a future knockouts champ. I'm calling it right now. uh, The culture queen herself here on the BCP. Please welcome to the show Miss Tasha Steeles. Tasha, welcome. How are you?
2: A future knockouts
3: champion. I like the, the Yeah, I thought you too. would. It just it just it just fills my heart because to know that I will be a future knockouts champion. So whether it be Jordan Grace, Taya Valkyrie, Kara Hogan, Rosemary, Sue Young, Kylie Ray, it doesn't matter. They're all gonna step into the hard knock of steals.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, you heard it here first. But guys, thank you so much for a few minutes. Obviously the world is not quite like we usually know it. Um, how's everyone making out? How are you guys doing? How's your family? How's everything going over there? What a gentleman, what a gentleman.
3: Oh, okay, all right, what a guy. Uh, you know, I'm just staying here just, um, just trying to keep a positive head. Um, being, debuting on Impact just, uh, it means the world to me. And um, you know, I'm glad everyone else got, the world got to see Ooh, tasha steals is just a small preview of that little flavor yeah. a small preview of the flavor um more to come and uh you know just um i'm just coming off that high and right now i'm just I, I'm, I'm staying just healthy I'm, I'm working out daily you know i'm eating clean uh just watching a lot more to perfect my craft anything to do to get myself better
1: every time somebody sees me that that's what i'm doing right now
0: that's that's good to hear how about you casey how are you doing over there
1: Me, man, you know, I'm just trying to stay as positive as I can. You know, I had a lot of opportunities coming up that unfortunately aren't happening anymore. But, I mean, until then, you know, I've just been working on my body, working out constantly. Uh, You know, spending time with my family. I feel like I haven't had that in a while because I've been just on the constant grind every single weekend. And during the week, I'd be working. So, like, just spending time with my family has been really good, too. Um, And I've just been trying to stay as healthy as I can, my man.
0: That's good to hear, guys, and I'm glad you're doing well. You know, like I always say, uh, I think once things are back to get, you know, back to normal, once things are eradicated or this thing is cured, I think that first time back in the ring, you know, with the live crowd, is just going to be that much more special. I, I think the business is going to be hopping. Uh, it was really hot before all this, and I just think it's going to be even better. So we got to stay positive. Um, so Tasha, obviously, you, you know, you're kind of now accustomed to performing. Without the crowd, what's that kind of like for you going out there? Um, obviously, on your big debut.
3: You know, it's it's different. It's something that I have never done before, but uh, it gives it gives the the performer a chance to really put themselves out there without people being in the arena. Because usually, when you have the crowd, you can you can just distract everything by their noise, by their chants, and everything like that. But it's now. Your one on one time, you, the camera, and nobody else. So it's that your time to perform and turn it up. And now you have to turn it up for everybody that's watching at home right now. The good, the, the pro is that you don't have anyone like those trolls trolling you ringside, <laughs> you know, saying stupid shit, you know? Yeah. And then you gotta you know, take a moment to stop your match and try and slap the shit out of them or something. Yeah. But that, that's the pro side, you know? Um, I don't believe there's a con to it. So, um, it's just good for you to for for uh, wrestlers to especially work on promos. Like I um, when I was watching WWE when they were doing their empty arena stuff, a lot of people have been turning it up with promos that you haven't seen do promos before. So um that's a good thing. That's a really good thing actually. Like this is the perfect time to practice on like promos and, and working on your character while you're doing these empty arena matches because the fact that it's just you and the other wrestler, the referee, and of course that camera guy. So it's just your time to really turn it up for people that are watching at home. So that's that that that's been that's been a plus. It's different. You know, I, when I was working in NWA, um, I came out to know music. They don't use music in NWA. Yeah. And that was different for me. Um, so you had to use your own energy to hype the crowd up to get them behind you. So working those two things that's happened to me for the first time, now I'm just used to it by now. So I can just... You just
2: throw me in anything, and
0: I'm, I can just accustom to it quick. Yeah, totally. And you killed it. What a great debut match. Um, and I have to ask you this. You mentioned promos a little bit. Tasha, your promos are fantastic. What advice would you have uh, for a lot of these up-and-coming talents right now uh, as far as promos? Yeah, uh, I want to know. You no, know, stop. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, I tell KC the same thing, too. You
3: know, um, you have to just talk from your heart. You know, don't think too much about what you need to say. Because a lot of people, when they when they hear promos, they say, oh, I got to do the, well, let me tell you something, brother, and all that type of <laughs> shit. But you have to really think of how you're going to say, you know? This is the point of people building their characters or their personas. How would you, as a character, say this to somebody? You know, how would I talk to Casey about our next match? I'm going to talk out of my persona. I'm like, little brother, I'm going to beat your ass, but you know what? i have to... <laughs> have a lot of respect for you at the end of the day that's just how I'm gonna say it you know so when you're cutting these promos it's it's easy it's not hard if everybody think it is it's just they're pressured because they feel like they have to say something else and they're gonna be judged by it you know at the end of the day it's how you feel and how you're gonna say things you have to make it come from the heart you got to make it as real as possible and that's what I do every single time I'm talking on a promo I'm making it as real as possible because you got to believe that this is what I'm going to do to this person or this is how I'm going to say things to this person and I got to make you a believer, so that's what I do.
0: Absolutely. Very, very well said. Now, Casey, don't worry, I didn't forget you over there. You know, you brought a guest. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're blessed. Uh, Casey, throwing it back to you, man. You know, obviously, we're all kind of sitting at home. You know, I feel like... Um, You know, just like a metaphor, like we got bullets in the chamber. We're ready to go as soon as this thing's over. Um, What are you kind of doing in your downtime? Are you putting in extra time uh, training? I know every time I talk to you, you kind of got your eye on that X division champion, whoever it may be at the time, man. What what are you doing over there? Are are you uh, planning? Are you putting in extra work? What's going on?
1: Recently, I've been doing these new podcasts. Well, I guess it's not podcasts, but they're, they're Instagram Lives with Tasha. Yep. Uh, as you can see, next to be blessed. Love Tuesdays it. Tuesdays and Thursdays <laughs> at 5 p.m. Got to plug it real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> live on my IG, at Casey Russells. Anyway, uh, we've been doing that a lot. I mean, that's been uh, really taking up a lot of my downtime. Um, it's give, It's been giving me an opportunity to connect with fans that I didn't even know I had in, like, different places. Like, I had a couple fans from England loads in scotland i never knew that
2: i've <laughs>
1: never been there i had i have fans in portugal and like all over the u.s and it's like really cool for somebody like me because you know i'm usually stuck in like the northeast area like i'm always stuck there maybe i'll go back to miami from time to time but i usually don't really like go out that much and that's something that tasha really wants me to do and a lot of people want me to do and that was going to happen before this whole pandemic. Yeah. But you know. To know that even though I'm stuck in this region over here, and I still have so much love from all over, it's, like, amazing. And, like, even when I bring these people in, and for them to be like, oh, my God, yeah. oh, my God, I I'm talking to you. Like, and that that happened happened the, the other showing. day. The other day, and, like, I, I sit there, and I'm just like, me? Like, really? And, like, I'm just like, man, like... I remember like freaking out when I met Roman Reigns and Zack Ryder when I was like yeah. younger, like <laughs> just like that. And now people are doing it to me, so that's cool, man. I mean, that was that's one thing I've been doing on my downtime. The other thing is that um, I'm very blessed—no pun intended—to yes, yeah. <laughs> um, have my own little uh, home gym. <laughs> so I've been like working out. Uh, I've been contacting my trainer in the gym, who is Steve Gibke, another wrestler who trains me and uh, Tasha in the gym. Um, I've been contacting him; he's been giving me workouts. So I've been really working on growing. Uh, because that was always like my my setback in wrestling was that I was even though I was short I was never the biggest guy and being short kind of like made it worse so I like, appear in bigger helps so I've been uh, really working on building myself up uh, and then the other thing is I've been watching a lot of Impact Wrestling on oh. Tuesday nights on Access TV <laughs> and Twitch uh, not just because Tasha's on there now uh-huh. sorry, I mean come on but. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of Impact. I've been watching some AEW every Wednesday, along with NXT. I've been like flipping back and forth to the channels, which is annoying, but I do it. Watch some SmackDown Brawl, You know, you know, I'm checking out wrestling like all over. Like, see what's going on. I've been even watching some old school New Japan to come up with some new ideas and stuff like that. And that's really what I've been doing. But yeah, that X Division, you know, I'm, I'm still watching. I mean, Tasha, now that you're there, you can warn them now. Wink, wink. To warn them that a blessing
3: may be coming soon. Hey, listen, I don't know if
0: they're ready for all that, but hey, they ain't got no choice at this point, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's coming, man. I don't know where it's going to be, but I say this every time I see you. uh, You know, I don't know what it is, Casey, but you got it, man, you know, and uh, we appreciate your time, both your guys' time. Uh, And I've been asking everyone I've been having on the show lately, a lot of local bands, a lot of, uh, I've had Grammy-nominated artists uh, on the show, and everyone's just kind of honing their craft right now in this kind of quarantine time. A lot of us are kind of stuck in, um do you guys, as creatives to both of you, feel the you know obviously you're doing the blessed and and that is amazing, you know, like you said those kids' reaction, I think the one guy was in Portugal, he was like freaking out, Casey that was great. I think one guy was like on the toilet that was kind of weird um but it, uh-huh. yeah, you know, but again again, like uh you know you're you're connecting with the fans it's very special. Do you guys feel like an obligation to do that like what made you guys go like hey like I I feel like we all just kind of want to help in some way. Like, we want to give something. Did you guys kind of feel that?
3: I mean, I do because um, I was once in these people's positions, you know, seeing uh. my favorite uh, artist or wrestler, anybody that I was able to see. Um, I would have want them to do the same for me, and they have. So um, even more so, I was able to meet a lot of my uh, idols lately, and which I'm still... I'm still starstruck by this point. But they were able to give me advice. They were able to tell me something. Um, so I, I definitely I definitely love to give back, you know? Um, I feel like it's, it's a must. These are the people that support you. You know, these are the people that help build you up. You can do but so much with your talent, but it's everyone that's watching at home, it's everyone that's coming to these shows, that puts the stamp of approval, you know, on 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 everything that you do. You know, mm. you can't be anywhere, you can't do anything without these people supporting you.
1: So, 100%, like I definitely feel obligated. Yeah, I, I agree with Tasha there. You know, I like Tasha said. You know, our our idols, our you know, biggest inspirations have done it for us. Like like I said earlier, you know, like when I was like 12, 13. Like Zack Ryder was like the huge thing for me at the time. I had the headbands. I had the frickin' spiky hair wigs. I was (laughs) pretending to have my own Z True Long Island story as a kid. Like (laughs) Zack Ryder was God to me at 12. And like, I just remember like WrestleMania was in New Jersey and he was doing like a free autograph signing. And and, like my mom made sure like I took off from school. Like (laughs) they got me there. And, like, I freaked out when I met him. And, like, I just remember, like, that just that moment of him looking at me going, wow, you don't miss a beat with everything you have on. Like, I had from head to toe, purple and orange, all the proski, sick, the glasses, everything, man. And, like, you know, it's just that moment. Like, I remember what it did for me. And, like, it just made me the happiest kid no matter what I was going through. Like, it it was like a dream come true for me. The times I met Roman Reigns, you know, a lot of guys in wrestling right now really, like, get at me because – i'm a big fan of roman reigns but guys don't remember that i'm only 20 years old and i didn't grow up in 1980 so like <laughs> i can't sit here and be like oh hulk hogan yeah <laughs> like no, i didn't grow up with that you know like i grew up with the randy Orton, the john cena triple h i mean i'm lucky enough to say that i grew up with even the ending of the rock but like it was more of this newer era with like roman reigns and like um, Seth Rollins, like, that was really the era that got me. And Roman was a big inspiration for me. And I met him one time in Freehold, New Jersey. I think it was, like, at I Play America. Mm-hmm. I might have been, like, 15. It might have been right before I started wrestling. And I just remember, like, him looking at me saying, like, go after it, man. Like, you may be small, man, but you can do it. And then a year later, I met him again at, like, a SummerSlam access. And, like, I just remember it was those words that he said to me that got me into wrestling. I started like two months after and then like I won my first title and I remember going up to him and like when I went up to him like I like froze and like I don't care if anybody makes fun of me for this but I cried in front of him and like I told him I was like dude you don't understand like it was because of you like I went after my dream at a young age it was because of you that I won my first title like thank you Yeah. and then he sat me down stopped his whole access thing for five minutes just to talk to me one on one and give me advice Wow. and then I met him two years after that backstage at master square garden remembered me and he saw my stuff so it's like oh come on like like yo like my inspiration like my role model like remembered me and like gave me advice to make me want to go after everything i do like that was the coolest thing and to like sit here every tuesday and thursday or even if i get bored i might do it on that extra day and like just to connect with these fans and like how excited these kids get and, like they pop in the live like i always do this thing where it's like send your angels in it's like an angel emoji <laughs> and if they send it in i pick them and i bring them in and it's like crazy like i'll start the live and all you see is a bunch of angels just pop up like right away it's like these kids get that excited that they know they like they're sitting there waiting to like click post and like they'll post it over and over again just to get in and then that moment that they get in it's like their smile and their reaction and like them saying like you're such a big inspiration to me like thank you and like all this like yeah, it brings me back to when I was in that position, and I was looking at Roman Reigns like that. Now I feel like I'm in Roman Reigns' position, and those are kids like me. So it, it's a really cool feeling.
0: That's awesome, man. Really? You know, I
1: feel like it's,
0: it's, Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: I feel like it's okay, uh, Casey, for uh, for you to have that feeling with Roman, um, simply for the fact that those people that make fun of you had their moments with people like The Rock, right. and Roll Express, people with like Ric mm. stuff like that. So it's okay. Um, and I just My thing is that Anybody that tries and, and say some Like dumb stuff because you had your moment With Roman Reigns and they're like oh Roman Reigns But you know what look at Roman Reigns now You know yeah. he's He is the top guy that everybody yeah. Wants to be at this point so
2: right.
3: You know everybody has their moments with every with Someone you know so That's it doesn't matter to me I had my moment With Triple H definitely had a moment with Trish Stratus I damn near cried She hugged me and wow just, I almost felt it. So, um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's okay. It doesn't matter who the person is. This person inspires people a lot, you know? So,
0: it's all right. Right. Very, very well said, sure. guys. You know, and, and same brain, Casey. I was literally going to ask you. You know, I know in the past on in interviews you had said, you know, Roman spoke to you, and I was going to say, oh, like what did he say to you? But that's so cool. Like you kind of touched on it. Like he, he pulled you aside, and then as you grew up, he knew who you were. Um, maybe a little bit of a passing of the torch there. Who knows? You know. But uh, <laughs> you never know, man. Good stuff. Um, you know, and Tasha, You said you had your moment with Triple H and Trish. That's really good. Uh, were those were those some of your favorites growing up, Tasha? Like, how did you get into the business?
2: Was
3: triple h um uh, my cousin he was a big fan of him as well so um it was just like watching him and he's just such an old school type of wrestler because his favorite wrestler was like harley race and rick flair so they were nothing but old school guys you know yeah and that was one of the things that wanted to make me different because um i like to fight You know, I can do, like, the tricks and flips and stuff a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, everybody's doing it. So it's, like, what makes me different from everybody else? And I like to be just, like, that stand ground fighter, you know? And that's what my favorite wrestler does. You know, Triple H, he doesn't do any flips. He doesn't do any tricks. He does the same things that he's been doing for over 25 years. So, um, and he's become very successful because of it. And I just kept, I idolized him. I just kept watching him and watching him and just trying to, you know, copy his style a little bit, mix my little style, find something that, you know, just resembles me, and um, I was able to do that, and uh, I was uh, backstage, and I finally met Triple H, and um, you know, I told him a couple of things, and he was proud of it, and then I, wow. I saw him a lot when I went down to NXT, and from there, it was just like, after the first meeting of him, was like, oh my gosh, Triple H holy shit, and <laughs> To like the second time it was just like oh how you doing paul hey how you doing Tasha?" it was just like that going down the nxt and i was like oh, fuck he knows my name so yeah like, he um, does
0: yeah he it's does good. it's a good feeling it's a good
3: feeling you know it's a good feeling and um and then when i met trish i met trish actually backstage at when they had when WWE had evolution you know the first women's pay-per-view and i couldn't i couldn't help myself i was like this is like i think my only time i'm gonna see her so I have to let her know everything and like we were just, it was me and two other girls that were wrestlers and we were all standing in a circle and you know, she was talking to us after her, after she had her match and we were saying how great she was and she didn't miss a beat, she hugged us all and you know, I, I just, I threw little stuff at her saying how she inspired me and stuff Aww. like that and she it just, she, she was just like, you know, she felt so good hearing that and uh, I saw her again at Wrestlemania, backstage at Wrestlemania and I just, you know um, we hugged again and you know, just I reminded her who I was and she was just, you know, proud of me and everything I'm doing and stuff like that. So it's good to hear your idols just when you finally be able to talk to them. It's good that they, you know, recognize that what you're doing and they give you that positive feedback, you know, because they didn't have to, but they do. You know, so it, it just feels good.
0: She knows who you are now. I'll tell you that much. Oh, um, yeah.
2: She tweeted at me before,
0: too. Yes. So
2: I've,
0: I've, I've had my moments. <laughs> well, well, speaking of which, uh, speaking of tweeting and all that stuff, uh, Tasha, Gail Kim, a lot of support from her. Very high on you leading up to your debut. What, what does that mean to you, one of the legends? Let me
2: tell you something, okay? Let me tell you, because <laughs> when I first met
3: Gail Kim, I don't know if you saw like the uh, video that when highly met Gail Kim on Impact. Nah. She screamed, like, you know, guys, it's Gail Kim. That's just how I felt deep down inside <laughs> when, I first met, when I first met Gail Kim. I can't say it because I had to, you know, had to say this, this tough girl that I am. Um, but deep down inside, I was screaming, like, oh my fucking god, it's Gail Kim. So, um, so good. Like, I watched her as well. Um, and just seeing, like, Somebody you see on TV on a regular basis standing right in front of you and admires your work. Like she told me she admired my work. What what can you say to that? Like how can you – I was speechless. I was 100% speechless. And then when she was – the more she saw me at Impact, the more she just became interested in me and wanted me to be there, you know, she didn't have to do that. Like, she literally wanted me to be there and told me she wanted me to be there. And then she was just following me on Twitter. She was following me on uh, Instagram. And, like, the minute I got the notification that Gail Kim followed me, I, I think I, I think it was uh, Karen Q that I, I messaged. I was like, Karen, Gail Kim fucking follows me. <laughs> so she was just as happy because uh, Gail Kim inspired her as well, especially, you know, having, you know, they're, they're Asian. So she definitely. Uh, Gail Kim inspired her as well, um, but it was just because of the fact that seeing Gail Kim all the time and she was rooting for me, like literally cheering for me to be a part of Impact, and for her to just say those kind words that she took out of her time to say to me and welcome me into Impact, man, I just, I, I, just like I said, I was just speechless. You know what can you say? It's Gail Kim. What can you say to that? You know, yeah. all you could do is just smile heavy, and that's all I did. And I think I shed a tear, you
2: know. I don't care. I'm a thug. I cry. It's all right. Get emotional. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do that. And, but it
3: was just—it's its amazing. It's a great feeling, you know. It—it just—I
2: don't—I don't miss the stuff we're beat, you
0: know. No, that's that's so good to hear. And you know, we're, we, we've already talked about shedding some tears here already. We're getting very real. Mm-hmm. You know, they say there's no crying in wrestling, but come on. I mean, do, you guys saw Becky with that announcement. She's gonna be a mom. I mean, come on. I teared up, man. Like yeah. that's magical. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. magical. Um Casey throwing it back over to the Sky Reaper here. Um, I don't know if there were I don't know if there were tears here, but winning that CZW. In fact, I think you might have a little something over there. Winning that CZW uh, Wire oh, Championship. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one right uh, there? there it is. Yeah. There it is. There it, there is. it, there it is. <laughs> is. This one? Yeah, right that's here. the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> um right so, You know, uh that title, man, has a legacy. Uh, names uh, Joey Janela, Drew Gulak, MJF, uh, so many more. What was that moment like for you, winning that title? What does it mean to you?
1: Man, it was a long time in the making, for sure. Um, I It really all started the day I met Leo Rush for the first time, and that was back in January of 2016, and he had the Wired Championship. Yeah. And when I saw him with that belt and I realized everything that he did, I'm like, man, if I won that title one day, maybe I could be in his position. I'm his size. Why not? And, um... It was about a few months later, uh, I wound up wrestling him. It wasn't for the belt, he didn't have the belt at the time, but I actually gained a really good connection with him. And then I was in CZW, Like I just started there at the time. And then a year later, he got signed at NXT and he had his last CZW match and I was there. And I just remember him pulling me to the side in front of everyone, in front of DJ Hyde, wow. in front of CZW, and saying that he wants me to have his spot when he leaves and starting that january i made my debut and it was a rough debut like i did not win one match all 2018 <laughs> it was like lose 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 and it got to the point where i was like leo's gonna be pissed like, is this-, <laughs> like this sucks and, like, and i remember like calling leo going like dude like what the hell's going on like this is, this is terrible like this is what you have to do and he was like dude like trust me like it's coming it's coming and i was like Alright, and then I just remember uh, actually at standalone when we had the uh, BoardWalk beatdown, yeah. I was told that I was fighting for the CCW Wire title at the ECW Arena that December. And I was like, wow, like, what a moment. Like, And um, I wound up getting my first win. I walked into the ECW Arena. 1,500 people, it was sold out, it was the craziest experience of my life, I've never wrestled in the arena, it looked like I was wrestling for television, you know, you got the big ass entrance and everything, and like, people everywhere, the yeah. professional lighting, the camera, it was like huge, I was like, oh my god, I made it, <laughs> and then I wound up breaking my nose, and I lost, and <laughs> I just remember taking that, and that whole frustration from that year, just saying like, I'm gonna come back in 2019, and I'm gonna change everything, I wound up getting called out by Shane Strickland, another guy who I looked up to that had this title as well. And he wound up beating me. And then I wound up blowing my knee out. And I was gone for a year. Oh, not a year, like six months. Yeah. And then I came out with the whole blessed thing. And I remember when I came back to CZW, which I wasn't even supposed to come back. Like, it wasn't, like, going to happen. Like, I didn't want to. And then I just remember Kappa Wrestling announced that August 10th, or something like that. I was um, returning, and it was gonna be in Tennessee. And CCW happened to have a show the night before. Without telling me, they put me on the show. And I was (laughs) just like, I remember hitting up DJ, like, dude, what the hell? Like, I never said I was doing this. He goes, well, are you healed? Are you all good? And I go, yeah. And he goes, okay, well, we already announced it. (laughs) So I show up to CCW, I wrestle a kid from Germany, because it was like CCW versus WXW, and I, I get nervous. Like, it's my first match back. I don't know this kid, you know? But the kid really protected me, and then from there they turned me heel and they wanted to do my blessing thing. And it wound up blowing up a lot faster than we all thought. And then I wound up facing AR Fox uh, this past, uh, I think it was February, January, February. Yeah. And I wound up beating him. I just remember the moment when I beat him, like you kind of like see it on my face. Like, even though I was a heel, like it was so hard to hold in that emotion. Cause it was like, damn, like yeah. two years, I had to go through so much BS to get this. And like, I worked so hard to make Shane and Leo proud. And I just remember like winning and like grabbing the belt, and looking at it. You know, I did like my whole blessing. thing. I flipped everybody off. <laughs> and then as soon as soon I went to the back. Like I was okay until like I sat down and I just took the belt like this and I just looked at it. And then as I was looking at it, it was just like, Right there, was like, it was like I was flashing back to all the BS I had to go through. It's not just in CCW, but in wrestling as a whole. Cause like, you know, I think I've said it on here before, but like when I was 15, I was in wrestling school for four months. The owner kicked me out because he said I wasn't humble and I was untrainable and I wasn't gonna get anywhere. He kicked me out in a bad neighborhood and I had nowhere to go. I had no companies to go to until one picked me up. And from there I worked hard on my own. I never trained anywhere else. So like basically i'm a kid that only had four months of training that's all i've had i've never i've never had like oh i've been training for four years and then i made my debut i've been training for a year and i made my debut no i had four months of training got kicked out of wrestling school and i had to go and do everything on my own so like i i don't really like to say that i'm like like some people for an example i'm a ccw guy i trained at ccw i'm an roh guy or i'm a david adams guy Right? Or not David Adams. What's his name? Is David Adams? Team Adams. No. Team Adams. Damien <laughs> Adams. Come on. I'm right, thinking, right. thinking, thinking of the ring announcer. But, like, let's just say, I'm a. I'm a, I'm a I'm, I wasn't trying to try and disrespect. I'm thinking of David Adams. But, like, you know, I'm a Damien Adams guy. You know, like, I I never was able to say that. Like, I was always able to say, like, on my own. And I'm a Casey Navarro guy. Like, I'm legitimately a wow. Casey guy. Like, I had to learn everything on my own. And I had to get there. And it was like, man, like, all the connections and friends I made, like Tasha. Like Tasha, I look at like a sister, you know, like I like I had to find all that on my own until like finally win this. Like I remember how proud I was of myself. Like it was like the first moment of my life where I can actually sit back and be like, damn, I'm proud of myself. Like I really am. And I just remember calling my sister, Diamante, I remember calling her and I remember she was with Kiara, and they were like almost crying because they were so proud of me. I Aww. remember calling Leo Rush, I remember calling Tasha. Like every, It was just like, Aww. see how proud everybody was of me because I don't really get to hear that that often, it was like, man, like, I I did it. But it was like that moment where I also looked at it, and was like, but I want more. I'm not done yet. Wow. And that's when I really started, like, aiming higher. So I was like, all right, I got the CCW belt now. But now I kind of want, like, the X Division title. Or maybe I want to go over to NXT, and I want the NXT Cruiserweight title. Like, now I want the big boy stuff, you know? Like, because I feel like, I ate so much, and I didn't want to curse, but I ate so much shit for the last five years from people Yeah. that now it's like, now I'm ready for the steak now. I'm ready for the big boy meals now. And I don't care if it's rare or well done. I want that steak. I want that <laughs> juicy steak. And I want it around my waist. <laughs> so like, yeah, man. So like, just this, like winning this motivated me to bring my career to a whole nother level now.
0: Love it, man. I'm, I'm clapping over here. That, that's an amazing story, Clay, Casey. And you talk about being humble, man. You know, uh, with all due respect, you're a young, good-looking kid. You got all the talent in the world. We all know you're going places, man. You're already killing it. It's so early in your career, man. I, I, I honestly think to myself, how does this kid keep a good head on his shoulders? You probably grow up really fast in this business, man. Um, I see the people you roll with, some big names in the business. We uh, We caught you at a Buffalo Wild Wings after one of the shows. I'm like, oh, man, Casey's going to think we're following him or something something um, you know like I mean, we were just looking for a place to eat and you were nice to come over and say hello to us which is very very nice man class act but how how are you able to to stay so humble man
1: I think, I think it was just the way I was raised and the people that I'm around um, I you know I'm very fortunate to say like as a kid I was very very spoiled I was they I got whatever I wanted like if I <laughs> wanted a replica belt or I wanted to do John Cena set with the wristbands the hat the shirt like I got it you know, I'm very fortunate to say that I had a family that you know was able to give me stuff like that but I was also taught be appreciative of everything i got and not just be like oh i got it and if i don't get the next john the color i'm gonna be pissed off like it wasn't that like you know and like i was um i was also bullied as a child like i never oh. had friends i grew i grew up loving wrestling and like getting called every name in the book for loving it being told i was too small or i was gay or i was this or i was that and like even girls who might have thought i looked good didn't even want anything to do with me because i was just the most hated kid in school for no reason and, like, so, like, when I get a moment, like, like when Tasha came into my life, man, and, like, I tell Tasha this all the time, like, I would have never expected Tasha to want to be
0: friends with me. Aww. And,
1: like, the amount of love she shows me and the support that she shows me, like, it's, like, crazy. Like, I can, like, like, there have been situations, man, where i have going through some personal stuff in my life, and I call Tasha at, like, 3 in the morning. Aww. She picked up with no hesitation and was there for me. You know, like I would have never had that if it wasn't for professional wrestling. And like, you know, I have a really good family that cares about me. You know, there's a lot of people that are in this business right now that don't have a supporting family that want them to do this, you know? So like, I'm very fortunate for that. And I have great friends, my sister, I have great friends that like support me. And I'm very fortunate for like, even the people that are on television that will take the time to want to be friends with me. Like a Tessa Blanchard. I might get on her ass and I might be a paying ass to her, but she like is always there for me. You know, like um Brian Cage or Melissa Santos that called me their son. Or right. there's not a lot of twenty year old kids that can sit out here and be like, oh yeah, well half my followers verify people. Like, and but I don't even do that because I don't need to show that off. Because to me, it's not about like having the clout from them. Like I don't, I don't like help. Like I'm not a big guy that's like, oh please help me, please help me, please help me. Like it's like it's cool if they want to help me and I appreciate it. But it's like I don't need to show off that I have verified friends because to me they're just normal people. They're my friends that I'm very fortunate to have, and like I'm proud of all of them and everything they're doing. Like, man, I I had to call Tasha personally Aww. when she got signed because it was like it wasn't something that I could just be like, oh, Tasha steele got signed, congratulations. Hey man, you want to get me on? No man. I said, oh, if I don't if I don't get on, I don't get on. You know, because I know one day I'm gonna get there. Maybe it's not my time, man. I'm only 20 years old, and I always have to remember that because I started at 15 but was taught to be 20 at 15. So now like, I'm like ahead of the game. Now I'm like 25. So now I feel like in my mind, oh my God, I'm halfway. Oh my God, what if I don't get signed? Oh my God, I'm running out of time. But it's like, I have to remind myself, dude, you're only 20, bro. You're not even 21 yet. Like, (laughs) like, you're not even legal to drink yet. You're not legal at all. So like, yeah, man, like I'm just, I'm just very fortunate for everybody and like just support as a whole, because like I said, in school, bullied the whole time nobody cared about me, nobody supported me, nobody wanted to. So like when people like take the time to want to support me, like you guys, like I remember the first time I met you guys, like you guys were so high on me and like every time you guys brought me on, like whether it was just me or me and my sister or right now me and Tasha, like you guys are like so appreciative just like I am because you guys are giving me a platform to show the world who I really am. Because there's even wrestlers that don't want to mess with me for reasons I don't even know why. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't care because I'm at the point in my life where it's like, all right, well, I live my whole life with people not caring about me or not wanting to, like, be cool with me. F- them. I don't care because I got a really good support system anyway, and I am very determined and focused and passionate of where I'm going to go one day. And that's that's it for me, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> that's that's beautiful, man. I remember the last time we had an interview uh with you and Kira and Diamana. I think we ended in a big hug. I'm already feeling the, the love again, guys. So sending you guys all the love. Um Tasha, you know obviously you have an amazing uh connection with Casey. You know, we're talking about all Casey's recent uh, accolades and stuff so let's talk about you I'm seeing some talk about some tag team knockout titles coming back. I'm hearing a little bit of that uh you know I'm wondering what your targets are right now, maybe looking at some knockouts champions here what what's uh what's on your hit list here
3: Baby, listen listen i I want it all you know i want it I want it all you know what, whatever the 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 girls were doing previously I want to do, but I want to do ten times better. I want to be. At the top of the list, you know, I want my name to be talked about forever. That's just like one of the main goals, you know. I don't want to just go for Jordan Grace Knockouts Championship and just be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I want to do a lot more. I mean, for example, you know, you have a Tessa Blanchard coming in. She came in to Impact. She went and got the Knockouts title, did that. She went in, uh, re-retired Gail Kim. And then now look at her. She's an Impact World's Champion. The Impact World's Champion, a woman, an Impact World Champion. That that's the type of, of 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 accolade that you want. You know, you want to go above and beyond what you're already doing. And um, that's what I want to do. You know, I I want to wrestle the guys. You know, I don't want to just wrestle the girls. I want to wrestle the guys. I want to be able to be say that I can be an Impact World Champion. You no, know, you no matter what my size is. You know, cause. It's it the same thing with Tess, you know, Tess is like, Tess and I are like, same height, a little bit of the same size, um, so if she's able to do it, I know I can do it. Um, as far as those tag belts, you know, I, I, I heard that's the rumor going on, I heard that's the rumor going on, I need to find the tag part. Yeah. That's, that's what I need to do first, you know, um, it's not gonna be Kylie right, you know, because, uh, she kind <laughs> of pissed me off, and, um, yeah, the, this will, this little thing, this little loss, I don't take lightly. So it's not over between me and her. So she's definitely not gonna be my tag partner. <laughs> I don't want her to be my tag partner, okay? My tag partner partner's gonna be tough. She's always smiling all the time. I'm like, what the hell are you smiling at? <laughs> right? So it's definitely not gonna be Kylie Rae. Uh You know, I got a list of girls that I, I, I can look at and, and see you know, who can possibly fit with the equal Badass as a tag partner. You know, I got some time, so until they really announce that it's going to be a a knockout tournament for Tag Team Championships, I got some time, but in the meantime, I'm going to show people why I am the brightest star in the sky, I'm going to blow
2: Impact away.
0: Oh, I love it. I'm I'm, I'm amped already, guys, and uh, I want to be, (laughs) I want to, uh, do you guys got some time for some fan questions? I want to be respectful of your time. You guys got a few more minutes? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so Tasha, you, you kind of touched on this a little bit already. Um, one of our guys uh, was asking, uh, impact is a company with a long history of taking women's wrestling very seriously from the knockouts division, uh, to the current impact world champ or, or the, uh, obviously we were talking about Tessa Blanchard being the world champ. How does it feel personally and professionally to be a part of that tradition? Is that a vindication of your skills in a way to be chosen to be part of that lineage?
3: Listen, um, it, I mean the feeling is, is the same because you know when you you're coming into this division, um, you just have a, you have a lot on your shoulders to think about. You know, when you're selected to be a part of this, like not everybody gets to selected to be a part of this. When you're selected to be a part of this division, it's like, all right, now all eyes are on you. What can she do? So I'm right now, or I'm reintroducing myself to people. That haven't seen me before. You know, I, I've been on Ring of Honor, I've been on NXT, I've been on NWA, of course, but not everybody watches these programs, you know? So it's mm-hmm. me kind of reintroducing myself to maybe the people that just only watches Impact themselves, you know? So now I have to reintroduce myself to just the Impact fans because I know the Ring of Honor fans and, and the NWA fans, the NXT fans, they know who I am, but now I need to draw my attention to these Impact fans and um, to be a part of. Uh, a knockout division that had so many Hall of Famers and so many future Hall of Famers on their list. I just, you know, it's that. How can I say? It's just, it's, it's just that that extra look that you get. You know, it's different from like when you're part of like NXT or, or you know, the WWE Women's Division. It, it's, it's kind of different because with Impact, these women they literally took the Impact knock out the vision and they turned it around and they made it just 10 times bigger and um to be a part of it it's just it's an amazing feeling and i you know i'm definitely not going to be that person to to bring it down i'm going to be that person to help build it up even 10 times more especially me being an afro-latina we didn't have any of those in impact so now it's just me turning it up for 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 both sides of, of my culture
0: Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Casey, question for you, a uh, fan question. Uh, and I will agree with this one. It's always magic when you're in the ring with Jordan Oliver. I've seen this several times on a lot of the indie shows. Um, you guys work so great together. He's obviously been a huge part of your story and vice versa. Can you tell us a little bit more about working with Jordan?
1: Uh, working with Jordan, man, like, I mean, I don't know how many people know the real story about me and him, but uh, we actually met in Backyard Wrestling. That's oh, how we wow. originally met. Um, He had, like, a backyard wrestling federation in New York. I was in one in New Jersey. They happened to get in contact with us. But I happened to already start wrestling. So, like, I stopped the backyard stuff because it was very frowned upon. So, like, I stopped (laughs) doing the backyard stuff. And, like, I just remember my friends, like, begging me, like, please, please, like, come up. Like, please. I was like, dude, like, I'm not wrestling in a trampoline. Like, it's just not happening. Like, it's going to make me look so bad. And they were like, no, they got a ring. They got a ring. And I was like, "What?" So they, they, I went up there, and they told me I was wrestling some skinny kid named Jordan Oliver. First, I remember seeing him; I was cracking up. He legitimately looked like Chicken Little, and said, "For my stage, had a baby." Like it was <laughs> the funniest thing. Wow! And, and I couldn't take him serious at first, but like, I just remember like going in there, and like we called some stuff, but like, like was like natural, man. And Tasha, like, if I can find that match, I'll show you. And if I can find the match, I'll send it to you. Me. Like, it was cool because like we just had like this chemistry then. And it was like weird. It was like a chemistry then that I didn't have with anybody on the pro level. And I just remember at the time, like he was like, dude, like I really want to get on the Indies. Like I really want to do it. I just remember I was wrestling for SWF at the time. And I remember telling Rob Fury who owned it. I was like, yo, like I got this kid. He's like really good. And like, he's my size. Like it will make sense instead of me wrestling everybody at six, five, like let me wrestle somebody at like my size. Cause at the time he was kind of my size. And now he's like 6'3". I don't know how that happened, but anyway, we, uh, we brought him on and then like, you know, we were working together a lot. We tagged together at a UWA Elite. We won our first tournament together. We won our first uh, tag titles together, which was his first championship title at the time. Um, and then we both wound up showing up at CCW. Uh, then he started getting really over. And then I just remember our first match at CCW was like huge for me and him. Cause that was like a goal for me and him for a very long time. And we had our match and then we wound up opening the very first CCW Cage of Death show in the arena in like years. And it was like huge, cause that's like, that's a huge deal for like two 18 year old kids, like one-on-one best friends, you know, at the time. And like having to like go in there in front of 1500 people was like very nerve wracking for both of us. Cause it was like, damn, like we cannot mess this up. Like we have to set the tone for the rest of the show. And that night we were able to get a this is awesome chant, a CZW chant. He broke my nose, which made them get behind me more <laughs> and I was gushing blood. And it just that match was so magical and like you know, like without him, like he showed how much of a baby face I could be. I showed I showed the world how much of a heel he can be. He wound up signing to MLW, I'm very proud of him. You know, he's killing it right now. He's freaking everywhere. And um, you know, he is he is a big part of my story, man. I'll never forget. And everything he's done for me just like i hope he doesn't forget everything i've done for him but you know but um yeah jordan's always gonna be a big part of my story man like that's like drake and josh right there for sure
0: yeah <laughs> love it tasha throwing it back to you another fan question uh brick city jersey roots uh favorite pizza place Ooh. <laughs> oh man are you a pizza person I can't-
3: I love pizza. Italian food is actually my favorite food, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, damn, man. You know, there's a lot of good pizza places coming out of, of Newark. I can't even I can't even choose because it's, especially when you go downtown, there's a lot of great spots. So I can't even choose that. I can't even.
0: You can't go right. If you get pizza. A good
3: diner, you can go, you can go to TikTok. Uh, not TikTok, but um, there's a good, <laughs> really great diner out there you can really go to. So, but, um. As far as pizza plays I can't really
0: choose because there's so many down there and I think I visit them all and I love them all the same. That yeah, really well said, um as long as you're in New Jersey you're gonna get good pizza. You know, everywhere you know oh, of course Yeah. Everyone True. down in Florida right now is telling me, uh just talking to Mike and Allie, they were saying, uh, Mike Orlando and Alley Rex are saying all oh, the pizza down here is terrible. It's like you're in New Jersey, New York, maybe some parts of Chicago, you're good. All right? Yeah. Um but but sure. Let's uh, end it with this, and then we'll get some shameless promo out of the way. Casey, uh, this one hit home for, for me, man. And, again, I really do appreciate you just checking in on me just out of the blue, man. That, that to sure. me, means more than uh, your talent and everything else. Uh, we all know you're going to go far, but I think being kind and being a good human counts more than for anything, and that's going to take you as far as you can go, man. As I always say with you, both of you guys, the sky's the limit. Uh, this was a quote you posted the other day. Uh, you said you're going to go through tough times, that's life, but I say nothing happens to you, it happens for you. Um, that hit home with me, man. What was your mindset? Where did that kind of come from? Oh, round of applause already.
1: <laughs> no, that was Um, good. I guess I, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't care if she gets mad, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, me and my girlfriend that I've been with for, uh, two years, uh, we were hitting a rough patch during this whole quarantine, what couple isn't, um, and she really wanted to leave uh, because me and her we just weren't connecting the same and she wound up uh, leaving Um, oh wow I mean now she came back but at the time she uh, wound up leaving and it was really hard for me because like she was like behind closed doors like a big supporter of me even though she like kind of has like this like I guess like a social anxiety like she doesn't know how to like show her emotions to the world but like to me she knows like how to support me how to motivate me and all that stuff and like I felt like that was a big part of me that I lost because I really cared about her. Like that was like the one for me and like to lose her, it was hard. And like, you know, during this whole quarantine, like I looked back and I was like, man, like I lost so many opportunities too. So it was like everything like started hitting me. But then like one morning I woke up and I found out that I was wrestling in another country. Like it's going to happen at the end of the year. And then she wound up coming back and I kind of just like sat back. After, like, sitting and being so negative, I was like, man, like, I guess things happen for a reason, but I don't, I don't think, like, they just happen. Like, I feel like they happen for you. Like, there's a reason It's to teach you, It's to motivate you, and I feel like that all happening, maybe I just wasn't motivated at the time. Maybe I just needed that little extra oomph to get off my ass, because, like, I kind of stopped working out, and I kind of stopped doing all that stuff, and, like, once I started, like, reapplying really myself to everything and, like, really getting focused and doing these Instagram Lives, like, I was, like... It's like I got my spark back into wrestling because, like, I felt like during this quarantine, I, like, I was, like, I was, like almost done. Like, I was getting, like, in my head a little bit. And, like, Tasha knows, you know, Tasha was actually one of the reasons why I didn't stop. You know, like, Tasha, Tasha, let me just put it out there. She is a big influence on my life and right now. <laughs> so let me just put that out there. Besides my sister, like, remember, my sister's in Florida. She's here. so like she, And, like, I said this on my live the other day when uh, Tasha was on. Like, I feel like Tasha really stepped up in that role when my sister's not home with me so um and that's like another thing like i feel like everything happens for a reason like tasha was put in my life for a reason it wasn't just because oh we share a locker room together no like there's a reason why tasha went out of her way to one time i think she'll remember this story we were at what wrestling we were cool but we weren't super close and she like liked my t-shirt and i was gonna give it to her for free and she would not take it for free. Like, she wanted Aww. to give me the $20. She wanted me to make my money. We argued all night, man. All night. To the point that-, that I was the main event. I was the main event match. Or, like, co-main event. By the time I came back to the back, she was already gone. I found $20 in my bag. <laughs> she made sure she put it in there. Nice. I I could do at that point, And I didn't know the next time I was going to see her. So, like, you know, I always, like, use Tasha as a huge example. Like, everything happens for a reason. You know, she's in my life for a reason. And I feel like it happened for me. For a reason and i just feel like during this like rough time man like everybody just can't be negative right now like you got to be as positive as you can no matter what the situation is whether your significant other wants to leave or you guys are having problems or you know you lose your job which a lot of people unfortunately are going through right now or unfortunately like a family member may get the virus or may pass away you know you have to stay as positive as you can because Like for me, not only do I just have fans that look up to me, but like in a way, Tasha kind of looks up to me and I have to make her proud or like Leo Rush or like my baby brothers that like, you know, my, my mother and my stepfather separated. So like my, my brothers don't really have that father figure 24 seven. So they look Mm. to me as like this guy. So like. Just to sit there and know, like, damn, like, I failed everybody. It bothers me. Like, I, I, I'm not a failure. I, I don't like to fail. Like, another thing, like, my dad said to me when I was younger, I don't know if you can really, like, read the tattoo, but I have a quote that my dad always told me before my matches win the crowd, win the world. And, like, wow. that is something that really stuck with me. I mean, for example, like, again, plug in my uh, IG Live, 5 p.m. every Tuesday and Thursday <laughs> at KC Reynolds. Next to be blessed with Tasha KC. <laughs> like, It's like that 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 with this quote right here that I have inked on me for the rest of my life It's that quote that like proves everything for me because just look at what me and Tasha have done and look at all the fans that pop up on there. So You know, I always try to post quotes often because I feel like even if I'm down or like I'm going through something I know there's somebody else that's going through it too and like even though I'm down I'd rather pick somebody else up instead of myself I always look to help others instead of myself. I've, I've never been a selfish person um, I've always been somebody to if I in any way can help you. I will help you like, if Tasha needs something retweeted a million times, I'll retweet it. If I have to make a million to one accounts for it, I'll do it. Like, I remember when Leo Rush came out with his album and he hit me up. He was like, yo, dude, can you share this? I'm like, yeah, man. You want to be on Next to Me Plus Blessed one time? I'll bring you on if you want to promote your album. Like, like, I don't care. Like, I don't need, Like, I like I, I, cause, like I said, I, I don't want the help. I'd rather give the help. And if I can help anybody in any type of way, whether it's motivating you, being there for you, checking up on you you know anything if it's gonna put a smile on your face and help you it's some type of way even if it's the smallest way that means more to me than anything else I could possibly do in my career legit and- wow oh man,
2: well
3: said. I mean I remember I, I remember times where I wasn't I wasn't myself or like I was upset about something like just being around Casey and he can attest to this like what like when we go to the gym I could be upset about something and just seeing him and he could cheer me up instantly, just like that. So, um, yeah, this, this this kid, he has a really big heart and never selfish. That's the one main thing. He's never selfish. And, um, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm trying to get sentimental in here.
0: <laughs> I know I'm, get, I'm getting all teary eyed over here guys this is beautiful I mean it's like last time I talked to Casey we we're all hugging at the end of it like you know we're all so sappy over here but no it's it's all from the heart I super appreciate it appreciate what you guys are doing for the fans connecting I appreciate you guys taking some time for me um you know Casey I'm waiting for my next to be blessed shirt uh coming on pro wrestling tees mm. It didn't get here today I would have oh, been wearing it, it. It's coming it's on the way. Um, so let's get some shameless promo out of the way. I gotta order Tasha's shirt now. Tasha, where can uh, we can follow you on yeah. social media order some merch all that good stuff
3: uh, you can definitely follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Realty Steels. I mean it's sitting right there behind my little bro r e a l s t e e l z that's Instagram and twitter com slash tasha Steels. I do have a new shirt that is up, um, I call myself the Hood Bish, and, you know, all my Hood Bish crew, females, males, go ahead and get that new shirt, I have a new, uh, Boricua Badass shirt, um, I have a Lucha Street Fighter shirt, so just go ahead, Casey, I believe, I believe has all of them, so, um, he definitely, (laughs) he definitely promotes me in every, in every way and helps me out, he's so silly, (laughs) um dot com slash Tasha Steels at Realty steals, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow me. Go ahead and grab the merch. And uh, just support. Support the brightest star in the sky, the Borico badass, the culture queen. You know, it's culture season every season.
2: So that's how we do. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's an
0: honor. Thank you, Tasha, for, for a few minutes. I super appreciate it. Casey, uh, where yeah. can we uh, buy some of your merch, following you on social media, all that good stuff? Okay.
1: Well, here you go. <laughs> On my next C bless when I usually end it, I don't know how it came up. I said it randomly one day, and it worked. I don't know. But at Casey Russell on everything on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and your mother's YouTube, it's all on there, okay? <laughs> at Casey Russell's on everything. You can follow me. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I got some new content on the way, okay? I haven't used the YouTube, but people are asking, so got some new content on the way. I, uh, if you want to buy some merch, like I got my Truly Blessed T-shirt on right now. You can get this sick tee at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Russells. Boom, don't forget Casey Russell's. Hell, Darren Young doesn't even call me KC Navarro. He calls me Russell. Because that's how much I've been putting in people's brains. So you guys can get this shirt. CZW is blessed shirt. The next to be blessed shirt. And even classic shirts like the Soldier shirt and the Here Inspire shirt, that is all on there. And when people buy a shirt, I will send a free. Signed 8 by 10 to anybody that buys a shirt. So get ready, Pop Culture Podcast, because your 8x10 is coming. Yes. <laughs> and, and um, yeah, so, um, again, man, I, I want to personally uh, say something real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah. I, uh, I would like to personally uh, thank you uh, for everything, you know, supporting me uh, through everything, uh, always being a fan, always being a huge supporter, sharing my stuff, you know, like, you, don't, you also don't understand like how much that means to me personally because um, it helps it. and I, like I said I'll help you guys in any way like I definitely thought that Tasha Steeles would be huge to be on here and I knew she wouldn't care also um, you know I feel like um, that one uh, that one quote you scratch my back I scratch yours so I, I really uh, appreciate you guys supporting me. Uh, always taking care of me, always being there. And um, I just want to say thank you so much for bringing me on here Uh, again. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it.
0: I I appreciate you saying that and obviously bringing Tasha. And thank you both for a few minutes. Uh, It goes both ways for both of you guys. You know, I got to order my Tasha T-shirt. And I'll tell you this right now, guys, I got a lot of hate for having you guys on. Everyone is hating on me right now. I love it. It's awesome. You know why
1: they're hating? You know why they're hating?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't that's have right. to tell me at all. That's
3: right. That's right. This is the first. This is the first have Casey Navarro and Tasha Steele's on at the same damn time. You are the only person that can say that right now.
1: This was the first time ever this has ever happened. Love. Yep. And also, you know what else? You've had me and my sister at the same time. That was the first time that's ever happened. Yep.
0: I I'm a lucky guy and thank you guys so much for what you do for <laughs> us. Um guys, Continued success. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for opening up. Uh, Please stay healthy. Stay safe. And what else can I say? But stay blessed. Oh, absolutely. Thank you
2: for having us on. We appreciate
0: this. Anytime, guys. Thank you so much. All right, we're out. Peace.